to the third episode of Dudes Who Like Movies. I am Dan, Dan the Man, and with me as always is my number two, my Paul Schrader, Mr. For God's sakes, we're Leno, at least. <laughs> Alec. Alex here. God. Um, I swear the intro's not going to be as dumb <laughs> as that every single time. Or, you know, it might. Whatever. Yeah. Anyhow. It won't be like... Okay, we're not going to go. Anyhow. Anyway, um, so... Uh, we, again, didn't think that we were going to be able to do this, but our schedules today lined up where I got off work early and... And I literally did not do anything except lie in bed and just watch movies because, <laughs> you know, I don't have a car at the moment. So there we go. We um, we decided to do another uh, another episode, and um, at this point, uh, we haven't seen Zombieland yet because it hasn't come out yet, but um, today, Jay and Silent Bob Reboot comes out from uh, Kevin Smith. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I think the nearest theater that's playing it is in, is like 40 or 50 minutes away, and I have to work early tomorrow. I think it's so. Ash. It's near... Is it yeah. Ashburn or D.C.? I can't remember. Somewhere in that area, it's, yeah. It's around there. It's not... It's far from here. Yeah. So, um, unfortunately, we're not going to be able to see that tonight. But I thought uh, we could do an episode just about Kevin Smith and his movies. Um, you know, talk about... Kind of do what we did with the Batman episode, where we just rank all his movies up. Um, but I do want to say, we haven't seen all his movies... No, I have not. I have seen a good handful, but not all. Yeah, I guess. Hashtag not all. Um, we'll get into that in here in a second, but um, I guess I'll start out by saying the um, my first introduction to Kevin Smith was when I was like, I don't know, 10 or 11 years old or something, because mm. uh, Clerks 2, I think, was um, it had just come out, and it was on HBO or something, and we had DirecTV with the HBO extension. That's actually my first intro to it was Clerks 2. But really? It was, it, but it was like... It was 2010, and Comedy Central, and they did late-at-night movies. Mm-hmm. They would do Uncensored. I remember that, yeah, because I... Um, like, we, I got bored of watching Lopez show, and it's like, this is a movie. The following movie came to graphic language and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, all right, cool, what is it? It was Clerks 2. And I was mm-hmm. like, all right, I like this movie. I remember, um, now that you say um, Comedy Central, the Uncensored movies at night, mm-hmm. I remember back in, like, 20, 2009 or 8 or 10, something like that, mm-hmm. They played the South Park movie on... It was New Year's Eve, and they played the South Park movie, <laughs> and it was uncensored, and I'm thinking to myself, this is great. I mean, it wasn't the first time I had seen the South Park movie, right. but... And that's also... I wanted to point out, we did our um, first episode, it was our favorite movies, and things like that, and I forgot to mention the South Park movie is one of my favorite movies of all time, but I guess we can go into that later. Yeah, we, we, well, we can talk more about our, our top... Instead of our top five, we'll do our top ten next time. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, we'll just go continue down see, like, our top tens. Or maybe we could do an episode about, like, uh... Just some of the greatest Animated movies, movies yeah. Yeah, animated, greatest movies ever yeah. made, etc. We could do whatever. All right. all right, so, um, we both... That's how we got introduced to Kevin Smith. Um, and I remember... I think around that time, my dad showed me the movie Dogma, mm. and that was really good, too. I, I think he bought the DVD or something, and we watched that. And... I, my old babysitter, when I was uh, a kid, you know, we're still friends with the family, so we would periodically go see them. Mm-hmm. And when I was like 15, he showed me Mallrats, and I hated it. You know, the first time I saw Mallrats, I wasn't a fan either. I, I was just like, this is the stupidest, stupidest, stupid. I don't understand what's going on here. How old were you when that, when that was? Let's see. I this was about 13, so this was 2008. So this was about a good decade after the movie came out, because the movie came out in, I think, like, 95. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, it's a, it's a late, it's a mid '90s movie. Yeah, it's that's, very. That, that's the problem. It's a mid '90s movie. It's very much a product of the times. Yeah, it um, is. It is extremely dated. 
But I know my friend Gideon really loves Mallrats. And Does that's, he really? Yeah, I wanted to have my my friend Gideon become a guest on the show today to talk about indie movies he, and, and he about Mallrats. He likes Mallrats? Well, yeah, he's a skater dude and he goes to the mall. And yeah, shit. I know, but like that is that is a weird... Well, another thing, too, that I think we could bring him on for to talk about in the future is this. he really loves the soundtrack of Mallrats. Like, it's got Weezer. Okay, yeah, um, the soundtrack was actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's a bunch of 90s bands, yeah. I can't remember, from but I, I, can, I know for a fact Weezer is on there. From what I can remember, it was actually a decent soundtrack. Yeah. So, maybe in the future we can talk about movie soundtracks and Gideon can be on, or something. Yeah, sure, that's fine. At any rate, uh, so yeah, we we both, I think, oh, I, I think I forgot to tell, um, we, in like 2015, I went out to California to visit my grandmother, and when I was there... Kevin Smith and, and Jason Mewes, who play, you know, Jay and Silent Bob, they were doing a show at the Hollywood Improv in Brea, California, which is like 20 minutes away from where, where my grandma lived at the time. And so my buddy Brian and I, well, my dad's friend Brian, he and I went and we saw Jay, or we saw Kevin Smith and Jay Mewes do Sil- Jay and Silent Bob get old. And it was great. And I actually, oh I met Jay. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that picture. I, I, I walked up to him, and I was like, hey, you're, you're Jay from Jane Silent Bob. I, I'm a huge fan. Do you mind if I get a picture? I'm sure I was more annoying than that, because right. you know, he kind of, I'm sure I was just an annoying fan to him. It's like, okay. I think I actually remember seeing that photo, because I remember when you posted that, I was watching Hateful Eight, but there was like nobody in the theater. I was there with Courtney Adams. What were you saying? I was on a date with Courtney Adams. We were watching Hateful Eight, and I remember you, Hateful posted, Eight. Yeah, okay. I remember you posted that movie, mm-hmm. or the, that uh, picture, rather, and I was just like, nice. Yeah. Yeah. He he was nice to me. I I was like, I was under the impression that the show was gonna have a Q and A section. Mm. So I was thinking to myself, oh yeah, I'll ask Kevin Smith a question. I'll ask Jay to do the rap from Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. I I remember the the one where he's out. He's going, and yeah, 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 yeah. We, we're trying to keep the cursing down, but unfortunately. Um, and he uh, he, I actually when I met Jay, I talked to him. I was like, hey, do you mind doing the rap? I think it's really cool. And he did it. Like, at some point during the show, he I did the rap. He, I and, think probably he likes it, too. He probably liked the Yeah. But um, that, that was nice of him. I'm sure I was just annoying and whatever. And I, that was, he's probably the most famous person I've met. Is he really? In terms of, like... I mean, I met Steven Tyler at a Walmart. Seriously? In, yeah, in New Hampshire. Like, they're, like, people when we were growing up, like, 2012, 2013, you can meet Steven Tyler in a Walmart. Well, yeah, that's right, because they're from Boston, so I'm assuming they live in that area, right? I think uh, someone said he loves... New, I don't remember who told me, but someone said Steven Tyler loves being in New Hampshire. And I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, we've ran into him at Walmart, so it's like, I mean, <laughs> there you go. They'll get more famous than Aerosmiths. So. I think before I met Jay, okay, so my mom is friends with um, the band Three Dog Night, mm. and we went to one of their shows, and she got us in, and we got to meet the guitar player, um, who actually he jammed with Hendrix back in the day. Did he really? Yeah, and then we met the keyboardist who unfortunately died of cancer a couple of years after that, mm. and um, we didn't get to meet. I think we met a couple other people in the band, but the one person she wanted us to meet, he was the lead singer. She was really good friends with him. He mm. unfortunately passed away uh, about four years ago. That was been. Mm. But at any rate, okay, so yeah, um, Kevin Smith movies. <laughs> we're yeah, we, we're we're a fan. I, I think, you know, I feel like with Kevin Smith, he made really good movies, but they never made any money, and. A lot of critics bashed him. Well, you know? I think it's because like, he's not making movies for like the why. He's making like what he wants to, and I can appreciate mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And I feel like... I, I watch him on podcasts and all that, and I think it's gotten better, but I think at the time he just had really low self-esteem, mm. which I think... 
mean, he's very self-deprecating when he when I hear him do stand-up and things like that. Oh, I know. I've I've seen some tidbits yeah. on YouTube, and I'm like, he's he's very self-loathing. Yeah, and I'm like, your movies are good, dude. You don't need to I think worry about what the critics say or how much money they make. And I to mean, be honest with you, what, some of them do actually make money, but the problem is too is like his kind of comedic style. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's not okay now for some reason. Yeah, the the part about in Clerks Two, where, yeah, um, where where, where uh, they, they are they mix... talking about racial slurs that would yeah. never ever ever be allowed. Like Quentin Tarantino can get away with it, but Kevin Smith, no. <laughs> well, I was thinking about the part where he mixes up Anne Frank and um, Helen Keller. Okay, maybe that's not as bad as you know. Yeah, well, we're naming when you, off yeah. literally every racial slur for African Americans. But, but. So I noticed that he's he's. Smoking a lot of um, pot now. Yeah, and, he really is. I mean, it's legal in California, so you do you, but, bud. But I mean, yeah, but like you know, I know a few people that do do that a lot. That smoke a lot of pot. Well, they where, are, it's not good for them, like mentally, because I mean, they just kind of just do nothing. Which I mean, you could. I mean, I do on occasion, obviously, mm-hmm. but I don't. Sure you want to say it on the podcast? What the, you don't. They don't know me. Okay. Well, you're gonna find me. You know where I live? Wait, don't look that up. There could be like some hackers. Like, all right, let's find out. Hold yeah, on. Um. I'm I'm not a fan of it, um, but what I was gonna say was I know some people um, who are gonna remain nameless, and they're also I've seen interviews with Kevin Smith where he's like he's a wake and baker. He wakes up immediately, gets See, high. That that's a that's a problem. See, and I think what I was gonna say was so we haven't seen all his movies. We yeah. have I haven't seen Tusk. I haven't seen Yoga Hosers. I've seen parts of Tusk. I've seen parts of Yoga Hosers, but and I have not seen like Red State or Tusk. But like Yoga Hosers, Red State apparently is really good. I I have not heard. I don't know, but yoga hosers. I could tell you, no. When it was in theaters, I, I saw a bit of it, and mm-hmm. it was because you know we worked there, so I got a free ticket. Wait, did, did the car did the car like have it? Yeah, it did for like a day. Okay, I was gonna say we had it for literally twenty four hours. I probably would have seen it, but yeah, and I I watched it, and I was I watched about twenty minutes, and I'm like, you know what? No, I'm not trying to. My point is, I think he made really good movies, but because they didn't make a whole lot of money, and he just kind the of critics like, kind of just did not like him. The critics gave him bad reviews and kind of bashed him. I, I think he just gets lazy as why. He just like as soon as like someone like he, critiques him, he just like starts getting more lazier, and he gets like he gets like really upset. And then he'll just start writing, but then it'll be bad. He's a good writer though, and I, I think he just isn't caring about what people think now which there's a what's fine that, line there it's like which that's a good thing you don't care what people think but at the same time it's like i think secretly he does i mean you need a filter like you need people to tell you hey this is kind of a dumb idea like yeah. in yoga hosers where the bratsies or whatever it's um yeah the, the yeah the fat um the fat nazi woman yeah i i just oh my god oh and my god. it 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 did not. It I had no idea what was even going on. I only watched. Well, and in his, def- I, I I hear Tusk is really bad too. Like in terms of, I think it's got a cult following now. But I remember it got a lot of bad reviews when it came out. Well, a lot of a lot and of for, movies are getting cult followings now. Like Jennifer's Body's now getting a cult following. Oh yeah, reason. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Which, that one's getting that one has a cult one now. Um, yeah, a lot of movies just are, but some I don't think should. Yeah, um, I'm trying not to say um so much. Um, who cares? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I what I was going to say was, he, he's a good writer. He just needs someone to tell him, hey, this is kind of a dumb idea, and he needs to not take it personally. Because, yeah. look, I've come up with dumb ideas for movies. You know? Yeah, yeah I, me too. Thing is, I've never made a full Hollywood movie, but... Like, I tried writing a script for film appreciation back in when I was yeah. in that class two years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, I liked it, 
And, like, people liked it, but, like, there was some tidbits where people were like, oh, this is stupid, this is stupid. And, you know, I was just like, all right. Okay, this is my thing, though. So, yeah, I can understand because, like, I was feeling that kind of thing, too. Where it's like, okay, this is my thing. Oh, it's, it's hard. Self-esteem, you know, nowadays. It's yeah. hard not to, you know, especially listen to people. Especially with your art. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you work really hard on something and people just, you know, they trash it, I understand. That's, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. I, I've had that happen to me with, like, some songs I've written and... Um, some some like papers I've written where I thought I worked really hard on it, but you know what the point I'm trying to say is but, I feel like it's better for that too because like you know a wise fellow will take that kind of advice and take it to heart and will try and do better exactly, know? which is what I think. I really hope reboot for James Bond reboot is back to his like form, which I've seen a couple clips of it and it looks like his thing, yeah. and who knows maybe he's just better. Writing in that universe, whatever, with Jane Silent Bob and you know, the clerks. The, the, the Jabob verse. Yeah. Actually, it's called View Askew, I think. View Askew? Yeah. Actually, that's better. I like that. But I think maybe it is just he writes better for that. Um, in his defense, though, Tusk wasn't a regular, like, where the guy, for those of you who don't know, Tusk is about a guy who kidnaps another guy and puts him in a body of a, he puts him in a walrus costume. Yeah. Uh,. Have you not even seen anything? No, I've never seen it. I've never heard of it. This yeah, is, that's that's the that's the that sounds Cliff like, Notes version. That sounds like what happens in Five Nights at Freddy's when they catch somebody. They like stick them into an animatronic costume, but they end up murdering them and it possesses Lord. them. Yeah, it, it's a it's pretty messed up. Uh, <laughs> the makeup's really good. I've seen like I, have, I haven't seen the whole movie, but I've seen clips from what I've seen. The makeup's really good. I'll give it that. The, but if you want to say the story's dumb, the it came from, like, there was a Gumtree ad on, like, Craigslist. It's, it's like the Craigslist in, in the United Kingdom, I think, mm. where this guy posted a fake thing saying, hey, free lodging in my house, but for an hour every day you have to dress up like a walrus. And so he took that and turned it into a horror movie. I mean... Uh, I don't know how you could... I don't At know. any rate, what I'm trying to say is, Kevin Smith's a really good writer, but I think he takes some criticisms to heart, and he yeah, shouldn't. Yeah, he really does. You know, he should... And yeah, it's hard, you know, like, I understand like, some take, people aren't take, like that. We're take, not... take the some criticism, but not like, you know, just literal, just bashing criticism, but like take constructive stuff to heart. Yeah, I mean, he's a good filmmaker. Some of his movies are my some of my favorites, you know? Yeah. I think Clerks 2, we'll get into it, but that's one of my favorite movies. That's my favorite movie. One, yeah. Clerks 2 is my favorite movie because it is just, it's, mm-hmm. it gets timeless. It's not, there's no dated references and it's always another funny. Another thing that um, I thought was interesting, sorry to cut you off, no, but okay. my, um, so that movie was shot in Buena Park, California. It's supposed to take place in Jersey. But according to my dad, he, he knows it's Buena Park because he's driven past, it used to be an old Burger King. So he went into that Burger King a bunch when he was a kid in the 70s. Hmm. Um, my dad is a, well, I was born in California and my dad is, you know, from California as well. And so he showed me where it was. Apparently after filming, they tore the place down, but it's still just there, just an empty lot. So I got to like see where they filmed the movie. So I thought that was pretty cool. Huh. Um, okay, so should we get into... General thing is what we're saying about Kevin Smith. He's a good filmmaker. A few duds here and there, but overall we like him a lot, and I think his movies would be a lot stronger if he just takes the <coughs> criticism to heart, but you know... You know, he doesn't take it too personally. Yeah. There's a fine line between not caring what the critics say and... Complete shutdown. 
Yeah, you need you need some constructive criticism because I feel like he can make really good movies. Yeah, and I think he needs to stop. And if they get a wide enough release, I'll go to every single one. Yeah, and if he stops doping himself up so much. Well, and that's another thing I wanted to say too is I think he's just smoking so much pot nowadays. It's just like which I mean that pot can be good for your creative process for that kind of person. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. he's I think he overdoes it. I think he just needs to like take a day out, go take a walk, go call one of his friends, go well, get he, a beer. He actually lost a bunch of weight. He's like. He weighs less than I do now. Does he really? Yeah. He he um had that heart attack last year. Oh, I remember that. And then oh, his yeah. daughter got him to be vegan or something, and he lost like 75 pounds. Did he really? Yeah. He, he's he's uh, he's healthier. Huh. Point being, we like Kevin Smith. So, got it. what should have taken like five minutes turned into 20. But anyway. Oh, well. Let's, um, let's go ahead and rank our lists here. Right. So if we're not counting the ones we haven't seen, we're not counting Yoga Hosers, Tusk, or Red State. I will count Yoga Hosers though as my worst. I, okay. hate, I hate that movie. Yeah. I only watched twenty minutes, but I can tell you right now, it was stupid. I hated it, and it was not good. That's not to discourage him if he ever listens. No, it's not to, this. to dis- that's not to discourage if he for some reason ever heard this. It's just like it was a bad. It was a bad time. It was just a dud. It, Don't worry about it, buddy. Yeah. It's okay. It happens to everybody. It's, it seems like reboot's going to be getting back on track. I know, so, I, I hope so. At any rate, um, so we counting Cop Out. Did you see Cop Out? Yes, I did. did Tracy you? Morgan and Bruce Willis. Yeah, yep. I've seen Cop Out. So you've seen Clerks, you've seen Mall Rats, you've seen Chasing Amy. Have you seen Chasing Amy? No. That one, I'm going to count it, but you don't have to. Okay. It's good. Uh, Dogma? No. You haven't seen Dogma? I don't think so. It's the one with the Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, who are the angels, and they get kicked out of heaven, and they're trying to get back into heaven. Oh, okay. I ho- okay, I have an idea. I think I have seen that, but I just don't remember. It was well. Okay. okay. So I think I have seen that one. Then there was Jan Silent Bob Strike Back, and then yep. Jersey Girl, Clerks 2, Zack and Mira Make a Porno. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Okay, so let's go to our lists. So, my, Okay. I guess my last one, because I haven't seen Yoga Hosers or Tusk or Red State, my last one would be Cop Out. Really? Mm-hmm. It had some moments for me. It, it did. I liked it a lot. I it, actually thought it was pretty funny. I think they should do more movies together. <laughs> Who? Tracy Morgan and Bruce Willis. Oh, okay. I thought you were referring to the fact that Bruce Willis and Kevin Smith hate each other, and they hated working with each other. Oh, so basically, like, um, what uh, Chevy Chase on Community? Chevy or Chevy? Chevy, 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 Chevy. How do you? How do you I think it's Chevy Chase. Che- Chevy Chase. Chevy. 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 Yeah. Chevy Chase. Like cheddar cheese. Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. I think that's how you do it. I don't. It. I, I don't know. Is there no way? There's no pronoun. There's no. Yeah, Chevy. I, I've never heard. Of like, hey, I've Chad, never. How do you do this? No, but uh. What's What's Joe Rogan's sidekick's name? Who always brings up the videos? Jamie. Jamie. How do you pronounce Chevy Chase? Oh my God! But still, yeah, he did that in Community. And oh, he did. So, yeah, he hated um, uh, what's his name? Um, Dan Harmon. He hated Dan Harmon. They, there were YouTube clips of them fighting. Oh, I've not seen. Um, Seriously, YouTube, but it's hilarious. Him and Dan Harmon hate each other's guts, but he was on his show. That's great. I know. Um, okay, so yeah, for Cop Out, you haven't seen Cop Out. No, I've seen Cop Out. All right, so yeah, that's right. That's my last. What's your last? You said Yoga Hosers. Uh, yoga Hosers. Okay. okay, we don't need to get into that. Second to last, I put uh, Jersey Girl. Uh, what did I put? Oh, okay. I put Chasing Amy. Well, that's because you haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, because I haven't seen it, so I would have to just put it down there because I have not seen it. Okay. Um, so you're going to go this one next? Mm-hmm. Okay, so your next one after Yoga Hosers is? Is Mallrats. I'm sorry to any fans of Mallrats. 
But so he's trying to figure out. So he he everyone gets dumped and he goes to the mall because his girlfriend's in this dating game, which is why they broke up. And then his friends dating the sle- sleazy store manager. And I'm just like, Wait, oh, oh. Okay. So if I remember correctly, you're talking about Jason Lee playing yeah, yeah. Brody. I think his name was. Yeah. His girlfriend breaks up with him because he's like lazy and doesn't aspire to anything. And then, well, and then also one of the initial reasons too is because there is a dating game at the mall. Oh yeah, and which she's is, on it. Yeah, and she's on it, and he was just like, "What?" And I'm like, "Okay, this is so '90s. This is this is so '90s. Like we have <laughs> Tinder now. Like we don't yeah. go. We don't do dating games. We just go swipe on a picture." Um, hope it's not fake though. <laughs> just hope it's not fake profile. <laughs> it. Um, I think my favorite part of that movie is either. When Jay and Silent Bob beat up the Easter Bunny. Oh my god, I forgot about that. That or when, um, who's the guy that plays Yondu? Michael something. Uh, Rooker. Michael Rooker. Is it Michael Rooker? Yeah, yeah. He he plays, um, I want to say T.S., right? The main character? I don't know who the actor's name is, but the other guy who's not Jason Lee. Mm. It's his girlfriend's dad and he doesn't like him. And so there's a part of the movie where Jason Lee sticks his finger up his ass and then puts it all over these pretzels, and the guy eats it and he gets really sick off of it. See, that's another thing too. That was just some like some just weird toilet stuff. Yeah, I mean, not like toilet humor, but like that was just like it was like Dumb and Dumber, where he was like smearing his crap all over the wall after he took a dump in the house in Dumb and Dumber. Do you remember? What part? I haven't seen Dumb and Dumber in a long time. So where the blonde one, I forget his name, not Jim Carrey. But they're in Harry, the, yeah, yeah. Harry's in the girl's house, and he goes in her toilet, and he starts a massive diarrhea. Well, yeah, I remember that because Jim Carrey poisoned and, him with the laxative, right? Uh huh. And then he was trying to wipe, but there was no toilet paper, and he ended up getting it on his hands, and he started wiping on the walls. Oh, I don't remember that. I thought he just no. He wiped. He wiped on the wall on the outside. I, I thought he just outside. took the toilet and dumped it out the window. No, no, no. He like wiped his hands. I think it was on the sides of the walls. Oh, jeez. It, it, it was really. It was really <laughs> stupid. It was disgusting. Yeah, I'm. I mean, toilet humor. If you do it the right way, can be really funny. Yeah, if you do it the right way, it's funny. I, I think Mallrats was funny with it, but I mean, otherwise the story was okay. Wasn't there a part where they go to another mall to see a tarot card reader, tarot card reader, and she has like a third nipple or something? I don't remember that. I don't know if that was in the theatrical cut or not. I don't remember. I only watched the theatrical. <laughs> At any rate, it it was okay. I didn't. I didn't love it. It's my. Let me see here. Let me let me cut these ones out. Hold on. It's it's in the middle of my list. Um, I think what works for it is I like the humor, Jane Silent Bob. I like Jason Lee in that movie a lot. The Stanley cameo at the end is really fun, and he's actually like a central part of the movie, not just a cameo. Right. But overall, you know, not his best, not his not his worst. Mm, I can agree to that. So yeah, and I said Jersey Girl was my second to last. Jersey Girl. Yeah, so the thing is with Jersey Girl, I just, it's, it gets a lot of crap. Because I remember when it came out, it was like his first PG-13 movie and Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, she, they were like a couple and they were like the big thing in the world. Oh, I remember um, that. Awful, awful times. I think I've only seen it once or twice. It's not a bad movie. It's just, he's made better movies. Right. So, I mean, I get he was trying to do something serious, and it's not, like I said, it's not bad. It just, you know, I think he's made better movies. Right. And Ben Affleck, I remember, was being good in it. Um, I do remember, what is it? 
stupid Ben Affleck. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez. Um, I remember they the kid does like a Sweeney Todd song for the for the musical or talent show or something that she does. Was it Sweeney Todd? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Sweeney Todd. That was pretty funny because I like Sweeney Todd. Okay. Anyway, like go. I said, it, it's not his worst movie, but it's definitely not his best. I think that yeah, it was. It's it's sincere. It's a very you know. He tries to make, because up to that point, a lot of his movies were just toilet humor and dick jokes and fart jokes and all Which, that. Which, I mean, for the audience of the mid-90s, that, yeah. was a, that was a shoo-in for money. Exactly. But I think he was just trying to make a sincere, you know, romantic comedy, yeah. you know, and it was good. I don't hate it. Right. I'll, I'll watch it. If it's on TV, I'll watch it, you know. I might even pick it out if I'm really, you know, feeling like it. <laughs> but at any rate, um, okay, so that's our, that's my second to last my third to last, I have uh, first clerks. People are gonna hate me for this, but that's what I have. Clerks is oh yeah, yeah so, I. So yeah, it's not because it, it was black and white. The humor was not as good. Like the thing with the sock puppet, the sock puppet porno. Oh yeah. Do you remember that? I the, like, that was just that was something else to me. I've seen it a couple times. I remember they go to that funeral and they run away because something with the it was a cutscene that was put in like ten years later. Yeah. I remember how many dicks did you suck on the way out or something? Or? Yeah, it, it was some. It was like it was trying super hard to be toilet but funny, but, and and then it just tried shock and awe comedy. It basically it was basically like the Amy Schumer of movies right there. Just shock. I, I and wouldn't awe. go that much. Shock and awe. It was dick jokes and shock and awe. Come on, it was dick jokes. Shock I haven't and awe. seen it in a long time, so I'm gonna take your word for and it. Also, right I now. mean, also come on, sock puppet porno. You're telling mm-hmm. me that's not shocking all? I will say, though, it has one of my favorite lines in a movie. And that? it's where Silent Bob at the end, he's like, you know, um, you know, dude, there's a million fine-looking women out there in the world, but most of them just cheat, or not all of them bring you lasagna for lunch. Most of them just cheat on you. And I'm like, yeah, I like that line. That's, so. something, I can, that's something I can hear Garfield saying. I can appreciate that, too. Yeah, I, I like that line. Jay wasn't really Jay in that part. He was he was just you know he there. Was, he was yeah he was kind of I wouldn't even know what to say he was in that movie. He he was a prototype Jay I, I think. Yeah I think there was test in the water. That was like that wasn't the first first appearance but like they were trying to I think change his character a bit and they were trying yeah. to see what to do with it. Also I'm I know it was on a budget but I I'm not a fan of the black and white. I'm I wasn't. Really, I'm really glad the Clark's two was in color. Oh god, yeah, me too. I did not like the black and white. I thought like it was my TV mm-hmm. when I first watched the movie. I was like something wrong with my TV because like this, this said it came out you know early two thousand. So I'm like, what the hell? Again, it's a sincere movie. I like that he um, tries to just tell what his life is. You know, he's he's just a clerk. He he was actually working in that place when it came out. Mm. And I get it. You know, just make a movie about you and your friends. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Um I guess I just can't relate because I wasn't from Jersey or it came out in the 90s and it's more for a 90s audience and I was born after it came out. I'm from New Hampshire and I couldn't even relate to that. Yeah. It's, again, not a bad movie, but I don't think we're the right audience for it. Yeah. I think it was just mostly for him. I think it was for him and just say like... Well, that that generation. Yeah. Like Gen, what, X or something? Yeah, it was was Gen X because this is Gen Z. Yeah. Because we're we're millennials. millennials. Yeah. Okay. So after Clerks, uh, you have Cop Out. Yep. Which... Was really funny. He didn't write it. I remember. He didn't he produce it or direct he, it? He directed it, but he directed didn't write it. it. I honestly, I've seen that movie one time and I can't really. I liked it. I don't remember a whole lot about it. There was one scene where they were tied back to back and he said, he said something to him. 
and it just got me i forget what tracy morgan had said but it had me laughing for about five minutes it yeah i remember jason lee was in it and i won't say it's a terrible movie but i just don't remember it right that's so. what's the okay yeah. that's fine um after clerks i guess this is this is number six out of nine for me i have zach and mary make a porno what did i have uh, yeah, Zach and Mary. Yeah, after, uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, Zach and Mary make a porno. I think it. I remember when it came out, it bombed, and he was really upset. He's like, "I ruined Seth Rogen's career." Oh God, I remember that. Too. It's a good movie. It was really funny. Yeah, and the thing is, like, you know, when because, you're a kid, it's like, "Oh, porno." Is this going to be a porno? No. Yeah, like, honest to God, that's what I thought I was going to. I thought it was my first introduction to porn, but no, it wasn't. And that's a whole another story, by the way. <laughs> Explicit there's, episode. Anyway. There's there's a um. We're going to be reviewing the first pornos we ever watched. No, I'm kidding. Honestly, no. Let's do it. No. <laughs> Let's do it. Come on, guys. Let's review our first porns. Yeah. Mine mine was actually an awkward experience and everyone sex for me until I got into sex ed and I was so confused. But anyway, another <laughs> moving, episode. Moving forward. Explicit episode. Um, next one. Let's go. It almost felt kind of like a Judd Apatow movie because it's got Craig Robinson. It's got Seth Rogen, Elizabeth Banks. Um, who else is in it? It's got his, some of his people. I know Jeff Anderson from Clerks is in it. Mm. Wasn't... No, Nick Swartzman was... No, that was a different movie I'm thinking of. No. But I think it's sincere. Like, I like... The, the milkman scene. <laughs> that made me laugh. The milkman scene. You dressed like a milkman. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got some cream here for you. You dressed like a milkman. Or they were doing Star Horrors with... Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. The milkman scene kills me every time. <laughs> Obviously, you like it. <laughs> At any rate. Oh, my God. Um, I like just the jokes. And again... I think this is a common thing with his movies. They're very sincere. You know, mm-hmm. he, he it isn't about the sex. Heart. He it's, puts his heart and soul into it. Yeah, it's about it's about relationships, you know, and I feel like the relationship between Zach and Mary is really I like I said, sincere because yeah. when they're doing their sex scene for their for their porno they're filming, they're actually making love and it's really you can tell and it's yeah you know, they don't show any nudity or anything like that and there's really very little nudity in that movie yeah for, for a movie about making a porno there is very little nudity which is a dang shame <laughs> I know because you first see the title you think you're going to see Seth Rogen nude but you know what you know, oh well he keeps talking about how there needs to be more dicks in movies but like why don't you show your dick Seth Rogen honestly no you know what I think he's right did you have you ever listen have you ever seen the, that trilogy of movies what what are they called? Um, from uh, it's always sunny. Oh, are you talking about the 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 smell of thunder crime gu- thing? Thunder gun. Yeah, <laughs> we need re- we need thunder gun to be made in real life. I have to see. <laughs> it's why. just Dolph Lundgren. He just I, goes out I and have smells. to see Dolph why Dolph Lundgren is showing his dick to all these enemies. <laughs> no, he just he goes out. He smells right. No, wait, wasn't it? Was that because I remember in the Shaman episode they're pitching a movie where Dolph Lundgren is a cop who like his his face is a giant nose. And he goes out and smells crime. And then he goes back <laughs> that, and just has full I think penetration was, sex. With. That, that was the Dolph Lundgren one. That was the, not Dolph one. That was the Ed Night Shyamalan one. Because like they were trying to get um, Dennis and Dee to stay still for the Serbian genocide. Yeah, thing. yeah. The Shyamalan movie. Yeah. That was great. That was great. Anyway, yeah. Thunder Gun should be made real. Hollywood. Make that movie. Yeah. Or no, Lethal Weapon 6, where they do. No, okay. Maybe not Lethal Weapon 6, but because, <laughs> you know, that one, that one could get a little... A little touchy, a little racy there, but you, you know, know this, this podcast is about movies, but sometimes we'll talk about TV shows that we really yeah. like. Anyway, um, yeah. okay, so Zach and Mary, it was good. I liked it. It had some funny moments. Mm-hmm. I just think it's very. There's a lot of heart in that movie. Yeah, and yeah, 
it's, there's a lot of a lot hard hard ons. Exactly. Yeah. So let me see here. After that, I have mall rats. Again, we talked about it. I don't really want to go through it again, but I have Jay and Silent Bob straight back. Well, I was gonna say um, that's my, actually my number two. Okay, so since you have two left, I have like three or four left. Let me let me go through mine and then, right, we'll, and then yeah, you go through yeah. yours and we'll do my last. So two. we already talked about mall rats. It's good, not great. I don't think we're the target demographic. It's it's more for Gen Z than, than soundtrack is decent. Yeah, I like the soundtrack. Um, after that, we have Chasing Amy, which mm. you haven't seen. New. Again, it, there's a lot of heart in that movie. It's about Ben Affleck falls in love with a girl who I think she identifies as a lesbian. If not, she's bi. Mm. And they, they actually end up dating, but he can't get over the fact that she um, did this sexual thing back in her day with somebody he knew. Uh-huh. And it's a it's a really sincere romantic comedy. That, and That actually could be... It, was, it, it sounds good. like a romantic comedy to I me. I think it was the movie that got Ben Affleck his start, if not Good Will Hunting, because I know it came out the same year as Good Will Hunting. I think that one probably got him his start. No, Good Will Hunting was his first movie because he he and Matt Damon wrote it. Yeah, and then he got. Wasn't he in movies before that? Not no, he was a film student. He was in Mallrats. Was he really? Yeah, he played the jerk that um is trying to steal Brody's girl, where he screws all the girls in the back of the, ben um, the Volkswagen. Yeah, that was Ben Affleck. I don't I don't remember that because I remember he was a film student and he and Matt Damon wrote Good Will Hunting and then no he was he was in Mallrats. Was it Moritz? Oh my god, I have to look at the... At any rate, Chasing oh Amy. God, no. uh, it's a lot of smart dialogue in that movie. It's all about friendships, relationships, and just about how sometimes just relationships aren't meant to be, and they just take a dive. And, yeah. You know, and just... I think it's a movie about trust, too. Yeah. You know, if, if someone is with you, and they love you, you know, that's a good deal. Don't You don't need to overthink and overworry, which is something I struggle with a lot, right. but, you know... Uh, I think it's a, it's a good message for people in relationships. That being said, you do worry every time. Worry. Yes. No, I'm kidding. Tell that to my anxiety. Anyway, so then number three, my number three from, you know, the or number three going from top to bottom. My number three is, okay, so this is my third best is what I'm trying to say. Jan Silent Bob Strike Back. I mean, come on. That was my number two. Yeah. we. It's a, it's a good movie. I mean, he does the rap. They're in the they're in that van with those those weird what do they call them the what are the, the, the yeah the the, the, the hippie the, people the women. no the they're the diamond jewel thieves or whatever oh that's right the, the, yeah. the, that's right yeah they're in there that was pretty funny I love the part where Sean William Scott Stifler gets picked up by them and he's like would you would you have sex with a sheep he's like no he's like no 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 you're getting me wrong if if you were a sheep would you also have sex with a sheep oh if you're saying that right oh yeah I would. And the guy's like, hey, yo, this guy wants to have sex with the sheep. He doesn't say have sex. He says the F word. But And then they just kick him out. And he's like, try that on, sheep. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought that was great. And then I love Will, Will Ferrell was in that movie. That was like one of the first movies he was in, I think. Oh, yeah, because he was like, that came out what, nine? What? 2001. No, no, he was in Night at Roxbury first. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, that was like a... Like, oh, so that was one of his career movies, yeah. I think... In his early career, so yeah, I'll give you that. I think Anchorman was his big breakout or old school. But it, it was Hebs Anchorman. Everyone knows Ron Burgundy because mm-hmm. I mean, not everyone remembers. You're my boy Blue. <laughs> You're my boy Blue. Okay. Um, so, James not lost her back. I I think the side plot with the diamond heist and the jewel thief was kind of unnecessary. But I mean, I mean, they were just, they were just trying to get to Hollywood. Yeah. So, but I mean, there's not really much you can do with that. I mean, it's a road trip movie, but there's yeah. not really a whole lot you can do with just them traveling. So I thought it. I mean. It could have been better, but I, I don't mind the Jewel Thief thing. Because, yeah. I mean, you get Jay a love interest, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's true. You did. Um, and then, 
what is it, the whole thing with the monkey? <laughs> Where he, he, um, they steal a chimpanzee and they think it's going to be used to like make a whole world of Planet of the Apes, essentially. And they came out the same year as Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes. So I guess Tim Burton thought that Kevin Smith was making fun of him. So he like got super mad and tried to sue him or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's a shock. I think the humor is really good. I like the ending is one of my favorites where they get Morris Day and Jerome in, in the time to play Jungle Love. Did they really? Yeah. I have to rewatch it. Oh, I, wee oh, wee oh. Yeah. After we watched the end scene. That was great. Um, and then I just, I think the humor was just more at my alley. Hmm. You know? But yeah. It was at least decent humor. I liked it. There's, there's a part where Will Ferrell's shooting at the, at the Diamond Hive, the Diamond Heist girls. And they say, we don't like you because you're a man. He just goes, only on the inside. Or only on the outside. <laughs> and I just thought that was great. Yeah. Will Ferrell. Love him. Love yeah, him. so the writing was more at my alley. And I like how they kind of poke fun at Hollywood. Where it's like, you know, we're, we're just taking all the... Com- when X-Men hit, you know, they're, they're taking everything and putting it into, into movies. So. And that <laughs> was before, really... That was before all the... Reboot frenzy. Because after that, Spider-Man came out. So that was before the Spider-Man movies. That was before... I think X2. So really the only movie that had come out before that, at least like that people saw it was a big superhero movie, I think was either was Blade and X-Men. Yeah. Blade Tell was, me if I'm wrong, but... No, well, didn't... Uh, let's see, was this name? It was 19... I think you might... There were a bunch of... Right. There were a bunch of crappy superhero I mean, movies. Yeah, like, like there was... There was like... Steel. There were Supermans and... Well, no, I mean the first Superman and the second Superman were good, but... <laughs> there was Steel with, with Shaquille O'Neal or, or... There was what? My Genie with Shaquille... Look it up. Shaquille, Shaquille O'Neal was in a bunch of movies in the 90s. Well, I know, he, I, know he did a, I know he did a rap. I didn't know he was in movies. No, he was in movies and they were terrible. Oh my God, no. I don't want to know. I do not want to know. <laughs> At any rate. Um, so yeah, Jan Silent Bob is my third favorite. It's your second favorite. The only one... So my second favorite is Dogma, which... Have you, so you said you might have seen it, but... I may have seen it. I just don't remember, because that does sound really familiar with Adam Sandler and Matt Damon. That sounds extremely familiar. I think, yeah, it... Yeah, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, they play the angels who try to get back into heaven because they were cast out by God. So they try to they find this loophole where if you like walk under the gates of this church, you're automatically forgiven for everything. But if they get back into heaven, then... That would prove God wrong, and so that would undo existence. Mm. So I thought that was... It was an interesting movie. And I think it was pretty big budget at the time, because it had, like, Alan Rickman in it, and it had... God, who else? Chris Rock, Salma Hayek. Who else? Like, big names. Ben Affleck, I guess, was a big name at that time, so it was Matt Damon, because they were both in Goodwill Hunting. Mm. So... And I think it's just... I don't know. I really like... Um, there's a song... The soundtrack's really good, too, because they have... Alanis Morissette, she plays God in that movie. <laughs> and there's also a scene where they go to, so um, what's his name? Matt Damon is Loki. He's the God, the angel of death, mm. or the something about that. And so he goes, and he's like, "Oh yeah, if we're gonna get back in heaven. We got to start doing the job that God charged me with." And so he goes to um, this. It's supposed to be like McDonald's or Disney or something, but it's called movies. You, you know, movies from Clerks. Mm. Yeah. So he goes like, "You've created a false idol." And we should not be worshiping false idols. He just murders a lot of people. <laughs> and I thought that was just... I thought it was funny how he's like making fun of all... like the. I think they were trying to make fun of Barney, maybe. or Because mm. like they were like, oh, yeah, it's like five video cassettes and a theme park and all that stuff. But restaurants. 
it's a good movie. I'm doing a bad job explaining it. Right. It's fine. It's fine. There's a lot of like religious themes in the movie and uh, trusting God and God has a plan. Um, and it, it's a movie about faith. You have a spider on you? No. Oh, okay. This is Lynn. Okay. At any rate, I like Dogma a lot. It's it's definitely my second favorite movie of his. And I think it's, at a time, it was like his highest grossing movie. Possibly. Yeah. I'm not sure what his highest well, I know a lot of people get pissed off because, oh yeah, Dogma, it's about Catholicism and blah, blah, blah. Mm. But is also, he Catholic? I think he was raised Catholic. I don't know if he is anymore. I think he might be atheist now. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, don't George worry. Carlin also plays a priest in that movie, so that's great. Oh, George. Why? He left too early. <laughs> he, He's like, oh no, the symbol of Christ on the cross is too depressing. We want to be part of the new Catholicism movement. So here's the buddy Christ, and he showed Jesus with his fingers out, just smiling, and he's just like, and he's winking. He left us too early. Anyway. So then I think everyone can tell, if they're listening, our top Kevin Smith movie. Clerks too. Absolutely. Love that it is there is no dated references. It is still funny. The humor holds up. And it, I, I guess you could it's, say it's there are pretty well. I guess you could say that there are dated references because he references Lord of the Rings and Transformers. What? The, those are timeless. That's what I'm saying is you know even timeless. even if you haven't seen um Lord of the Rings or Transformers, if you watch Clerks Two and you see him making fun of Lord of the Rings and Star Wars all that you know what those are yeah those are timeless movies how dare you those are not dated references and i think unlike the first clerks where it kind of is the same thing where they just go about their day i think there's a little bit more of a story in this and that dante's trying to move away and yeah. randall's really upset if he does but he doesn't yeah, want to tell he, him he, he's not yeah because randall is just trying to he wants to he doesn't want to get old he wants to just stay and work at the same job or he and, just wants to move on. Or he want he doesn't want to lose his friend. Yeah, and I think that's his, that was like his main issue was he was just he was too afraid for the future. Mm-hmm. He was feeling that uh, that old world blues. Yeah, and it's it's all about like you know facing your future and yeah. you know moving on and which stuff. I mean I can understand that because it's like I keep thinking like wow movie theater was talking about that it's like 2016 was awesome it's like oh yeah that was almost four years ago now because summer 2016 at the movie theater mm-hmm. best time in my life was there. There you go. I but mean, now now uh, I work at a Walmart. Yeah, but but Ghostbusters came out that year. Are you sure it was that good? It was a great year. And besides Ghostbusters movie, Melissa McCarthy, and we're uh, not hate. Okay, we can get into a whole thing about why we don't like the Ghostbusters movie, but we'll just tell you right now, it doesn't have to do with. It the was guy. the women. Before he says it, he knows it was the women. <laughs> no, it was because it was a really unfunny, it, lazily written. They movie. they had what's her name? Uh, oh God, uh, Mar- was it Margaret Robbie? No, who the the one that. She was the in in the movie. She was the one that was wacky, made all the adventures, and she was like, "Just want to let you guys know, I'm always I'm always stressed out. I have anxiety, blah blah." You know what I'm talking about? Oh, Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Yeah, no, I, hate, I, like, I, I I hate her. I do not. She like her is at the all. worst actress I've ever seen. Like I've, I saw her. I had to see Rough Night with Hope and Rain. Oh, I, I her Australian accent. Is she from Australia? Because that that was just over we, the okay. top. Well, let's keep talking about Clerks too. Yeah, you're but right. I agree because Kate McKinnon she no. comes off as like a very self absorbed, pompous person, and I just don't like her humor. I, I don't. I, I don't like. I don't like her humor. I, I think like her, some people do, and you know she what? Goes, fine. She goes but, over the top, and most people that do were just. She's like, moms. you have to laugh at me because if you don't, you suck. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't have to like you. They're, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a wine mom. No, actually, Leslie Jones was, I think, the best part of that movie. Leslie Jones was pretty good, yeah. 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 But anyway. <laughs> yeah, smacking Melissa McCarthy. like, I wish I the could. The power of Patty. And then she's walking out like, nobody piss off the ghost. I'm just going to walk on. 
Leslie Jones was the best. She was good in that movie. Mm -hmm. At any rate, Clerks 2. (laughs) I don't know how we got there, but... I think, like, the jokes are also funny, too. Just, I love how, like, when he first gets to Clerks, you see Jan on the Bob, and they have a sign that says, Eat. Yeah. I think we can... What can we say, eat pussy? I just said it, so... I mean, we can say whatever we want. It's the podcast. Who's censoring us? The government? Yeah, still. He has a sign that just says, eat pussy, and then then Jane and Bob just go like, oh yeah, and we he, totally do. Oh my god, my favorite part was where he's like, um, is that a Bible? That's the holy fucking Bible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you should read your Bible, sirs. You'll find all sorts of weird stuff in there. Like, <laughs> did you know Jesus was a Jew? Yeah. <laughs> That's a great line. That that line's from... That's and now every time somebody owes me 15 bucks, I'll be like, 15 bucks, little, little man, man, put that shit, shit in my hand. hand. And, Lord, it, it oh it's my. it's nearly a perfect movie. It, it nearly is, yeah. And then the friggin' uh, the donkey show at the end. And, oh, no, oh no. And Elias is jerking off in the, in the corner, and he's like, I'm sorry, Jesus. No, how about the one where that guy walks in? He's like, one ring to rule them all. Oh, yeah, one and they make fun of Lord him. of the Rings. And then he, he's talking about it. He's like, no one met a better ending. And, yeah, God, and no, we don't he, have to go into then that. Then he, he makes the guy vomit. Yes. He's like, oh. there's only one return, and it ain't of the king, it's of the Jedi. <laughs> that was that was great. Oh, yeah. Timeless. Man. Timeless. Man, I, just, I think those are just great friggin' jokes. And then I like... You know, I think one of the first things I ever saw was the scene with Wanda Sykes and the other black person where... Oh my god, where, where <laughs> yeah, he... Where I, he, I don't want to say uses, it. Where he uses the racial slur shit. What did you just say? <laughs> and and my fa- one of my favorite lines in that whole movie is he's like, Oh, I'm not going to cook anything that was that was made by some racist ass, racist ass hate monger. And the, the husband's like... Some racist ass hate monger? Okay, I will. Ta- baby, you can't taste racism. He's like, I will, baby. You can't taste racism. I thought that was what, great. What, what racism? He says the word. She, and then she's like, I'll knock your teeth. And she's like, he's like, baby, come on. The judge said we talked. We had to talk about... The, oh, the judge said you had to control me. God. And I remember I have a friend who... I'm not trying to get I into know a whole debate he here, to, but like, I, I have a friend... I want to know how Wanda Sykes to agree to that. I, I want to know. She, she, as far as I know... Can be funny. I know that, but I'm just saying, like, I want to know how he got her to agree to being called that, no, no, that multiple times. Probably because she knew it was it was in a movie. Or was, but anyway. I don't know, but I'm just saying that was pretty great. And I love the part where, um... God, I just lost my train of thought. We're talking about that. Oh, yeah, so, like, I have a friend who really hates Chick- Chick-fil-A. Mm. Because they're, you know, they have history of supporting anti-gay stuff. Right. And I, I quote that movie, I'm like, man, you can't taste homophobia. I mean, is there good food? I mean, I mean, even gay people are like you know what? It's all right. It's okay. We'll go to Chick Fil A. Right. I, I know gay people. Who, I know me too. Who not only I know about Chick Fil A. I know they also work at Chick Fil A. Yeah, I know a bunch too. Apparently, they got good benefits and they got good I know, hours. I know about and... a dozen people who are gay and they love Chick Fil A. Yeah. So and it's just like. All right, just because it's my personal thing, I know a lot of people don't, but it's like all right. My whole, I mean, I'm not gonna hate on my chicken sandwich there and tell me you hate them. Oh, even my friend who hates Chick Fil A, he says, like, even if there there was a time where he and I were having lunch at the mall and I got Chick Fil A, he even ate a fry off me. They're good stuff. They're good stuff, man. But you know, back to Clerks, man. And then the Donkey Show at the end is great. Oh my god, I know. That was awful. What was it? What was it? It was a kinky Kelly and the sexy stud. He's like, "What? Where, where's the chick? She is a chick. Then who's the sexy stud? I'm the sexy stud. That was that was great. And oh my god, it's like we don't call it we don't call it um 
what's what's the thing for if you like to have sex with animals? It's bestiality. Like, yeah, we don't call it bestiality. We call it interspecies erotica. <laughs> God. Oh, my God. We're, we're not saying we liked that there was a donkey show. We just think the comedy around the donkey show was really funny. Then again, I, I want to go to oh, the donkey Oh, God. When he, he writes the slur on his back, he's I'm taking it back. And so you get the black firefighter comes in. He's like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, it's cool. I'm taking it back. But then, at, and, oh my god, I, I know that was so good. At the end of the movie, where they're in the prison, like, the scene goes on for like twenty minutes, where they're just talking. I think it's some of the best dialogue that Kevin Smith has ever written because it's oh. all about just moving on with your life and mm. trying to let go of childish things, but also you know retaining some friends from when you were younger. Yeah, and I think it's just really well written. It's a really good movie. And uh, then, if you haven't seen it, I highly suggest no, you that rent is, it. That is I like, suggest you watch it. I'm really bad at always saying this is my top ten, this is my top twenty, yeah. whatever. Man, it's it's in my top probably twenty twenty five movies of all time. It, it's in my top twenty at yeah. least. It's not my top ten, but it's in my top twenty. Yeah, it's just it's funny. It has heart. It it has themes in it, and it's I just, just it's a good movie. Yeah. There's not like you, there's not like a lot like there's some things like the story's a little yeah and the characters sometimes they can be yeah but you know what and that like there's not a lot I can criticize. Wasn't there? Oh yeah, Jason Lee plays the guy that went to high school with. It turned out to be like really successful and they got all ticked off. And yeah, and he's like some trust fund turd, and he, that's when he starts. And, and he like gets, he makes the burger out of like he he gets ice from the urinal in the bathroom and, and he, he puts put, it in his drink and he puts flies on his cheese or something and then. He's like, oh, I'm not hungry. And then Jane saw Bob take it. God. It was... And then he's like, yo, this tastes like rats and flies... Or this tastes like like flies and piss. <laughs> but it... Oh, man. That... It's... And then also, like... I think the romance between... Um, what's her name? Rosario Dawson and Dante are, is really good. I like mm-hmm. that, too. Oh, that you, was you can nice. genuinely see the love yeah, in their like he eyes. Play, he painted her fucking toenails. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, that's, that's like genuine. They're like smiling at each other. It's like, yeah, I'm having a good time. Then Randall I feel the chemistry. Huh? Then Randall ruins it. Randall, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, we're not even going to talk about going yeah. to mouth. <laughs> then, no, we are not. But at any rate, uh, Kevin Smith, our favorite movie of, of his is definitely Clerks 2. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a timeless movie that... You can you can watch. I can, I'll watch it anytime, honestly. Oh yeah, me too. Like I don't care that it's like what almost two hours long. I'll watch it. Oh yeah, me too. It's it's funny as hell. I will enjoy every minute of it. It's like, like from beginning to end, it is funny. There is certain movies I can watch multiple times and not be bored of it. Like Hardcore Henry, for example. Mm-hmm. I have watched that movie fourteen times. I love it. It's an hour and a half of just violence. Clerks two. Two hours of hilarity. I can watch that mm-hmm. multiple times. I've seen it at least seven times. We need to. We should do an episode about how, like, movies that, like, are timeless that we can yeah. watch a million times. But, yeah, man. So, there we have it. The, I think we're, we're going to, you know, just finish on this because I don't think we have time for a lot of other stuff. But, man, Kevin Smith, I think, like we were saying earlier, I think he makes really good movies. Case he in does. point, Clerks 2, Dogma. I don't think he's made a really bad movie aside from... Yoga Hosers. Yeah, Yoga Hosers. Because I think... I think that's... Tusk isn't... Okay, I can't say a whole lot because I haven't seen it. Yeah. But from what I've seen, it's just weird. Yeah, which is not is like it's not the same as bad. Weird is not bad. Mm-hmm. Weird is weird. But I think if Kevin Smith ever hears this, I would just want to tell him, you know, he makes 
really good movies, and I'm a fan. I mm-hmm. I will pretty much see any movie he makes. I don't care if Seth Rogen is the star or if I, it's I, Clerks 45. I, or I literally would not care if he got um um what's his name uh Kevin Spacey to be the lead. Huh, I would yeah. not care. I would watch that movie. Mm-hmm. I, and I think he's just an underappreciated filmmaker now because like yeah, whenever somebody. Because I went to, I did, I, I studied in media arts and design, and I, I took a bunch of film classes, mm. and and a lot of them they were like, well, who are your who are your favorite filmmakers and influences? Probably like Steven Spielberg, Scorsese. Everyone says Tarantino and Scorsese, and, and they're probably yeah, and it's just like there's more than you know Spielberg, Tarantino. Like I know a bunch of people never heard of Alfred Hitchcock, and I'm like Alfred Hitchcock is the guy who inspired Steven I Spielberg. Think if this makes you feel better, in one of my classes we studied um, what's that movie? Psycho? No, no, not Psycho. The one where uh, Jimmy Stewart is looking out his window. I can't think of what rear, it's called. Rear window where he hit, he breaks his leg it. and he's looking. Okay, he, yeah, thinks his, yeah. he thinks his neighbor murdered his wife. And we also studied Vertigo as well. I love those two movies. I own them both. Yeah. I got them. Uh, I got um, Vertigo on VHS, but I got both those movies on DVD. I love Rear Window. That yes. is a, that was probably one of my favorite movies of his because mm-hmm. it is so good. There you go. Oh my god. But yeah, I think just we keep getting off track. I'm sorry. But Kevin Smith, man, we enjoy your movies. I think I've seen him live. I've seen, he's a really funny man, and he he's very good at talking and telling stories. Like I've seen like some of his stand up things, and he's mm. just really good at making you laugh. interested and yeah, laugh at his stuff. But and yeah. I think he just needs to stop caring about what the critics say if his if they don't like his movies. Like, that's but that doesn't mean don't put effort into them. Because I mean, that's the other thing too is like a lot of people have seen now that critics will just trash a movie if they don't like it Mm -hmm. but people like it like like, and that's a whole other thing we can get into yeah because like it's like you see it all the time like with joker with james dave chappelle's netflix special sticks and stones like Mm -hmm. the critics like oh this movie don't see it but everybody else like you know it's like 90 critics say don't see it but uh, 2,000 people like yeah yeah, we 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 just saw joker yesterday and i I gave it about a 7 out of 10 i gave it a 10 10. i gave it a 10 yeah and then we saw on on uh rotten tomatoes it's only out of 68 percent yeah and it's like it was only like what 80 90 reviewers something like that i think people need to remember that rotten tomatoes the scores are based on a percentage not how much the percent of the movie is good like if a, a movie's not 80% good or 90% good yeah they base it on what the, what the people say yeah. so if it's like out of like 80 critics only 36% liked it it'll be rotten yeah well and the thing is like if only 36% of critics liked it that doesn't mean it's, it's a, a bad, bad movie. movie it just means that because I mean, there's so, that amount of people who saw it. So out of 100 people, 36 people like, saw it and liked it. So it's like Dave Chappelle's the last time I saw. Well, I looked a little while ago. His his special, 21 percent from mm-hmm. critics, 97 or 98 or something like that, like 98, 97 from audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like again, earlier this movie, The Dirt with Motley Crue. I saw that. And oh I yeah, loved that was, it. That was a great movie. That actually might be in probably my top 10 for the year and. I'd say it's probably my top my top ten for the year too. Yeah. I'll give it that. Maybe it, number ten. And the critics didn't like it, and I'm like, maybe maybe it wasn't made for you. Maybe you need to be a Motley Crue fan to appreciate it. My you know, fiance, I, I showed it to Emily, yeah. and she liked it. She had no intention of watching it, and she enjoyed it. The only so. part I didn't like in that movie was Pete Davidson. He made me cringe. I know he was playing he the guy's okay. manager. He made me cringe because they did the fourth wall break, and just his face. Oh yeah. Where he was like. Don't leave your girlfriend with them. They will. They will fuck her. And then I'm like, your face. The way he smiles, it just mm-hmm. like, 
I hate Pete Davidson in general because I don't think he's funny, and I think he uses the 9-11 shtick too much with his dad. But him in that movie made me cringe. That mm-hmm. was the only part I didn't like about that movie. I can understand. I think the only part of the movie... I can't say there was any part of the movie I disliked, but there's the part where Nikki Six is like shooting heroin into his jugular. Oh, That my God. was hard to watch. Oh, man. God. That was difficult as hell to watch. Yeah. Because, like, you know, you ever, you ever watch uh, Nick Swartzen? Or ever heard of him? Is that the one who's in Adam Sandler movies, or is that the one? He, that... He's in Adam Sandler movies. He was also. Did you ever watch Reno Nine One One? Oh, he's Terry. He's Terry. He yeah. plays Tiv the gay. Uh, he yeah. plays Terry, and uh, he did a he did a special uh, back in like 2012, 2013, and he was like he was like saying he took like um, uh, an edible cupcake and he or, yeah it was cupcake and he felt on top of the world until he watched behind the music and he was like. Yeah, I watched Behind the Music. That was Nikki Six did heroin out of a fire hose. And then I felt like a giant pussy. <laughs> God, I have a friend who, who is a huge crew fan. I, well, he's not so much of a friend as like he's a co-worker, but he's a huge crew fan. Mm. And he has read their book that the movie's based off of. Yeah. And even my, my future father-in-law, he tells me he's read the book. And the movie's very tame compared to the book. Like, well, because I mean, the book you can get away with doing it in the book. Because I mean, not well, a lot. Yeah. Of, first off, not a lot of people read books, and also it's all words, so like people might get disinterested, don't yeah. care. But with a movie, people are gonna watch a movie. Mm-hmm. Well, we turned this into a, a review of the dirt, but yeah, yeah. Mott so and crew okay, oh. get back together. Right? No, no, <laughs> they should not get back together because Vince Neil is—he doesn't have a good voice. I will now. say though, too, I was surprised about the Tommy Tommy Lee Jones. I was. Tommy Lee? Yeah, Tommy Lee. Not Tommy Lee Jones. I don't know why I said that. But anyway, Tommy Lee. Like, when they didn't really talk about him and his, his you know... How he how he beat... How he beat his wife. Like, he, yeah, punched, he, was, he, like he, he punched in the glass and he went, ah, uh, and that's all I saw. Yeah. He, like, they didn't, like, I'm, like, in the book... Well, that's because they produced it. Anytime one of those movies... Yeah, they, the they, aren't, they aren't exactly... Like, same know. thing with Straight Outta Compton. Like, they didn't want to touch on the fact that Dr. Dre was a woman beater. Oh, yeah, that's right. But, they didn't want to do Okay, that. let's finish this up because we're going to go off and anyway. we've already been going for probably like an hour now. Um, so to finish, to summarize what we've been saying, you know, we, we did our top 10 Kevin Smith movies. Clerks 2 is our absolute favorite, mm-hmm. I think. You should highly watch that. I highly suggest that everyone listening watch Clerks 2. Oh, yeah. And, you know, if we ever get the chance to meet Kevin Smith, I would love to just talk with him because he's a very interesting person, I see, I think, yeah. you know. and I want to hear his process. I want to hear what's what's going on with yeah, him. He's really good at dialogue. If you ever get a chance, you should look up on YouTube him talking about the time he was the writer for Superman Lives. You ever know about that? No. Yeah, so back in the 90s, he got commissioned to write a Superman movie with Nick Cage as Superman. Oh, I remember Nick Cage was supposed to play Superman because that was yeah. made fun of in college humor. Yeah, so you should um, check out... A, he, he talks about that whole experience, and it's really fascinating. Really? Yeah. Um, I'd love to, you know, if, if he's listening to this and he wants to call in, man. I'm kidding. We'll, we'll leave, we'll leave but, you a number. Email us. Hit yeah. me up. 867-5309. Anyway... Um, it is DM me, buddy. You know, I I love his movies. I think he's really an unappreciated filmmaker, and I think that because people have crapped on his movies for a long time, he takes it to heart. Yeah, and I don't think he should because a lot of his movies are good. I think to us too, he should just realize that he. It's not everybody that you know craps on him. He should realize he has a fan base, mm-hmm. and I I think he forget. I, I think he forgets that sometimes. And I think we're sounding a little bit critical because we're saying he makes good movies, but we also hate yoga hosers. Well, you hate yoga hosers, and I, well, I don't yeah, like Tusker. That, yeah, but that's the thing. It's like not you don't have because you're a fan doesn't mean you have to like like I like Martin Scorsese, but I don't love all of his movies. I like exactly. Steven Spielberg, but I don't love all of his oh, movies. Oh God, no, no. He's like War of the Worlds is terrible. I'm trying to think. I don't like AI. I've seen AI. Yeah, I didn't like that either. Yeah. So it's like it's not it's because it's we don't like one or two movies, but you know, it does not mean we do not like yeah. you. 
if he ever does a show in Winchester, if he ever does a show in... If he um, does in D.C., Baltimore, Vir- I'd, I'd Virginia, or anywhere like Massachusetts, I don't care. I'll go to it. Yeah. But... East Coast overdose. Do it, buddy. Yeah. At any rate, um, you know, Kevin Smith, we love you. Keep doing what you're doing. We hope Jane Silent Bob reboot is as funny as we think it's going to be. And, you know... Thank you guys for listening to us talk about Kevin Smith for an hour, because originally we were going to do something else. I've been chronic, and this has been my friend, Blunt Man. Yes. Oh, we reference. forgot to mention that's Mark Hamill, who played Cockknocker in, in Jan Sonnen Bob Strike Back. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I have been Blunt Man, and this has been chronic. And Hell yeah, buddy. Thank you guys for listening so much. Um, you know, This is just something we like to do for fun. We do it as a hobby, and if, if you guys like it, man, uh, feel free to let us know, and Really appreciate you guys, you know, taking the time to listen to us. Seriously, it's it's a lot of fun to do these, and we hope that you guys get a kick out of listening to it. So, um, this is Dan. This is Alec. And thank you for listening to us, and we'll get back at you later. Take care.